Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. Hello, everyone. All right, I have a forewarning about this podcast because <laughs> I don't even know what this podcast topic is. So well, I'm kind of nervous, and I'm I'm not sure that I I know either. I know that this <laughs> just might open up a conversation that needs to be had Uh-oh. because um, just certain issues that we're dealing with in the world today. So I was talking to a good friend, a church member of mine, uh, that about this whole pastor in Canada who Uh, flipped out about the cops and the uh, health inspectors showing up to the church on Passover, on their Passover celebration. I mean, props to a church for actually celebrating Passover. I know. I was really stoked about (laughs) that. I was just like, yeah, I I was really excited to hear about that. But that's um, the one where you see the video where they showed up and he's yeah he, starts yelling he screams at, at him and, and calls them Nazis and everything like that. But and I'm not going to touch that issue here. But that was just the subject of what we were talking about last night, and uh, it it brought up it got me to thinking so much about this issue. And um, I I was I'm expected to have such you know strong opinions on these types of things like um, you know like and normally my like libertarian like rebel side of me wants (laughs) to just go so far into this other side like you know and just cheer these guys on because if you want to ask us from a worldly perspective if we were forced to align with some type of political something or other we would say absolute libertarian sure and that would be if i was forced to do something on the in that but that would be my worldly self so i can't even really talk in that you know yeah that way so, but just so you know I mean, where, that's like, just where if my you had flesh to ask goes. Where coming from. Yeah. yeah, that's where my, that's just where I go um, automatically when I think about things. And that's just before I, of course, you know, weigh them with the scripture the and everything scripture. else. Yeah, I just, <laughs> but anyway, that's, that's the direction I go. So I'm, I was, and, and even in this podcast, you know, and I, I explained uh, to my friend last night, I was like, you know, I, when Corona, virus first came out and became a thing you know of course i sat on there and was... i mean I, technically when it first came out it was in the 1960s that's but, true but you so, mean when it first uh, okay, was, when it first when it first was started, sold to us when by we the became, masses when we started to get scared of it <laughs> yeah when okay. we were told to be scared of yes, it when we were there told you go. Of it. Right. so when we were told to be afraid of it is <laughs> i'm just was... saying it's been around since the 60s and it... you weren't born till 83 so just to clarify that's for those that might true. be confused all right so Anyway, I um, you, you totally got me off of that side now with that. That was pretty I'm fun. here all day. <laughs> all right. So when Corona came out, I was saying, don't, you know, absolutely. We have a duty to defy um, man's law. When in they were sense. telling you churches they were need, telling to you church down need to close down because of Rona. And all these other yeah. things like that. Yeah. So, um, and, you know, I took a little bit from that. Of course, you know, people have different opinions about that and they still do. And that's. That's fine. I, I still stand on that. I think that we should. Um, but that's where this gets kind of interesting for me because lately I've been thinking about it and I've just been really uh, maybe convicted about it. Um, maybe that's why I've just been warring in my head with it because, like I said, as much as I want to say and cheer these things on, on the other side of it, I think, well, not I think, but 
We've lost control on, uh, not that we really had it to begin with. We were just spoiled with this false sense of security in this world. Yeah. And, And so we didn't really ever have it to begin with, but we were very, very spoiled with that. So that changes our thinking and, um, how we go about doing things. But, you know, I think we've gotten to this point now where we are becoming at the very baby steps of Christian persecution. It's baby steps. It's not, I don't think that the world is in, I mean, we're laughable. That, that statement is laughable in many other parts of the world. However, we're in the beginning of it, and it's not something that takes, um, you know, very much time to, to mature. So, but we're there. And with that, I think it's time to start at least consider, to start considering where our fight really is and, and start understanding that, you know, these things are never a guarantee for us. And although I want to stand up for these things in, in, in the ability to do them publicly, I am not guaranteed them. And to fight it to the death, I, I don't, when church is absolutely not a building, um, you know, these things can, this is where we can get into this, you know, conversation. Um, and, 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 you know, we don't have to operate inside of this world. Like we don't, we don't have to do it there. We can gather any, wherever, because even the pastor that was just recently jailed in Canada for con- continuing to stay open, right? He's out now waiting trial. But um, they went and put, the, the police went and put fencing, like barriers. Yeah, they caged up, his they church. Caged and that, so they can't get that into their church. That is completely overstepping boundaries, and that should be fought against. And I hope, and I pray, and I assume that they are going to hold church right outside of those that fence. But I think that's more uh, the, know, the line um, of this thinking, right? So we want to all freak out. It's hard because I feel like on one hand, all these little first right. world, you know, Americans, Canadians are freaking out that everything's persecution. And it's like, okay, come on. Like maybe the baby steps of it. Sure. Some of it absolutely mm-hmm. is, but a lot of it is you're just used to living a really cushy life with no issue. And so the moment, you know, your Wi-Fi isn't working, you think you're being persecuted. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I right. think we're wise to dial it down, especially when there's real persecution happening all over the world that we would just not be able to even handle, you know? So let's be a little aware and of I, yeah, what and we're I don't think... at. I don't think we've realized how spoiled we are as Christians in this. Yeah. And again, we can bring up the American conversation, but that's where I'm saying, that's where I'm like, where, where as Christians do we realize that we, we really can't flourish anymore in the direction, the way society is going. That doesn't mean bow down and not have a presence, but you can definitely operate differently. 
But, like, do you think that, I mean, clearly, police now starting to show up to these churches who have refused to close, which we agree you should not close in this. Absolutely. I think you have a much bigger issue with the churches that are like, yep, they said we got to close it down, so we closed it down. Like, that's just crazy. But you're going to see more and more involvement from the authorities oh, yeah. when you don't obey because you're disobeying what they told you sure. to do and that's their job then to go and give you repercussions because you didn't do what they said. Sure, and this is where I think you do bring in the Romans 13 discussion. You go, okay, well, at what point are we, are we becoming disrespectful? And, and, and wouldn't you say that that it? line is whenever what you're doing is no longer pointing to the gospel of Christ, yeah, right? Think, yeah, so like you look at that video with the guy who he's, you can tell he's irritated, the pastor, the one where he, you sure. know, he ends up shouting. At first he's just irritated. Which I've got to believe that there's so much, and I, and I have, I did look into it, and that's why I'm, I'm very sure strange with it. there's far more in that Because story. this, and there is, and yeah. it's, it's a long story. And the context to it, that's where it's like, I don't think I blame him. I get that that's how you got there. Right. I'm not saying that that was a good place to get to, but I get that that's where you, you know, your flesh, because he's still a fleshly human too. But like the point I know that you were having with your, your friend about this was, you know, but in that moment where you're shouting at the police officers, calling them Nazis and all of this other stuff, you're... You showed them the gospel through your actions. Yeah. You, showed, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you did it. And you're telling me that the level of going and pulling innocent civilians out of their homes and condemning them to brutal, awful deaths is the, is same, the same thing yeah. as the police popping yeah. by because of the stupid Corona yeah. nonsense. It's like, you know what I mean? That's clearly that. not the same thing whatsoever. And so how are you showing the love of Christ to those officers before you when that's how you respond? At the same point being, if they do want to come and close down all the churches, they're going to, like the one, they're going to barricade your church so that you cannot physically enter in, which is a whole nother legality mess on the other side. But if that's the point, guess what? It isn't about the building. Let them close all the buildings. Sure. Let them lock up all of the things. They're cool not going to close bro. Christ. We're yeah, not stopping. Not gonna, yeah. Keep going. Yeah. Don't let it bother you. But also at the same time, are you as passionate about gathering together as a body of believers when you don't have your cushy building, when you don't have your padded chairs, when you don't have your climate control? Most people like, aren't. They aren't. So will you gather? You know, but that's the thing that we, we know talk- that for a fact. No, I know. But look at what, look at how that would speak to the world. So the world now is just seeing this pastor shouting at these, you know, these officers who are standing there politely. They're not doing anything. They truly aren't. And he's shouting at them that they're Nazis, get out of here, Gestapo. I mean, he's going on and on and on, and he's getting all worked up and, you know, whatever. And again, I'm sure there's more to the story, and it is what it is. Okay. But would the world not be, imagine if all the headlines were hundreds, thousands of Christians still gathering outside in the rain, in Mm -hmm. the cold, in the heat, still loving, still serving, still proclaiming the gospel, still, you know what I mean? Like, imagine if that was the difference versus, ah, they're closing our building. Ah, we can't, you know, blah, blah, whatever, which again, it sucks. I wouldn't be happy about it. If we had a physical building, like I would absolutely be like, um, no, we're still keeping this open and, and doing all the things. But guess what? 
the moment that that doesn't work anymore and they've brick walled it up so you can't get in cool story we're still going to stand well, out front and do the same thing we i'm were the doing type inside. of person to get stinking fence cutters and just go <laughs> back inside again and, back they went and back they went i mean but, but don't you think like it would just be so much more impactful to the world you know and to encouraging fellow believers if it's like all right i'll sit here you know and, and listen and be polite and do what i have to do um but guess what we're not gonna stop we're going to keep going and yeah. I'm going to share the love of Christ with you the whole stinking time. Right. What did Paul do? Paul was chained and in prison and guess what? Prison guards became believers because guess what Paul was doing the whole stinking time. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Like you read some of those accounts and how many of those guards were just like, Oh my gosh. Like you're really not going to stop talking about this whole Jesus thing. Are you? <laughs> like It's just yeah. all you do. I just don't know why we have to put up, such a fight now um as i said just because of the way that we've seen to the world right right it has to be this worldly thing that you just uh, find man go be go be the world you think in the world that we live in now this cancel culture that christians showing their butts is gonna do any good for anything i don't think so i i really don't think so anymore that's why i said i don't this isn't a complete conclusion that I've come to yet, but I think it's it's worth conversation. I mean, I think it's worth thinking about. I think it's worth thinking about how much we fight back against it. Where is it, like you said, where is it tr- us just hanging on to the world versus what, I mean, we have complete, I mean, do you understand what complete freedom is? Okay, when we talk about our freedom, we don't use our freedom as as a reason to sin. But if we're serving and worshiping our God, that's absolutely not sin. And guess what? We have freedom to do that in Christ, and we don't need the world government, anything, to tell us what we can and cannot do in that way. Um, Sure, doing so may have consequence, asks the apostles. Um, and so for, I mean, us as well. I mean, you know, we don't have to operate inside of the world. We can't, like I said, we can meet in one another's homes. You can go, um, you know, rent out, um, you know, whatever you can do, you know, I, I don't know. Um, I see a lot of these, um, AMC, uh, theaters and stuff are like renting out things for smaller groups. Yeah. As long as they're completely distant, go do something like that. Don't watch a movie. I mean, like, what do you, you know, I don't know. I don't even know if that's a possibility, but I mean, there's, there's just a million there's, there's options a million, things you can do. Go find a park somewhere. Yeah. And if the cops show up and, and, and tell you to leave, if they give you the opportunity to leave, go find another spot. Yeah. You know, if they arrest you, then, you know, praise God. You've got, you got arrested for for gathering and, and serving your Lord and you're not going to, you know, so did the apostles. So it's not, you know, it's, it's not. And then guess what? While you're in jail, you have time to love and serve and share the gospel to those in there. You know what I mean? Like you've, I just think the evil in this world now and currently in the direction, I think it's just, I think we need to bring up a different conversation. And this is a very hard thing for me to say, cause I don't, but honestly, I don't fully agree but with I myself. Think- but I think it's not that you don't. I think it's at the beginning of this when this all first started a year ago, right? It's just yeah. just been over a year now. 
it was like, what on earth is the world literally going this stupid this quick over this whole COVID thing, right? And it was like, there is no way. Come on now. People There's are no way people are that. gonna see. Yeah, people are <laughs> no. gonna see yeah. how ridiculous yeah. it is and how the the stuff they're pat they're pumping out, it just it you guys, come on. Number one, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't add up. But number two, like, we're your followers of Christ. Like, that is so not even in our, you know, whatever. But a year later, here we are, and it is indeed what happened. So That I, is exactly I, what happened, and I'm like, it is what okay, it is. Okay, well, that's, we're here now. that's so, where we are. So that's where I don't think, I, I think, you know, in what you said from the beginning, it's like, I, I feel like I still absolutely agree with all of that. I um, do. And, and it's not that, <laughs> you know, you hard. shouldn't. It was just one of those, like, clearly we're not going to be there. And then the warp speed of the past year happened. And it's like, okay, clearly we are here. So if this is where we are and we got here this quickly, um, common sense, number one, would tell us that it, probably is going to continue to progress rather quickly. I would just be my guess looking at where we are and the times that we know we're in anyways. But then at the same time, it's like if this is going to be where we're at and you know it's probably only going to get worse from here, then brothers and sisters in Christ, like, we really got to wake up. Yeah. You know what this system is going to become. And it's one where Christians are, you know, hunted and threatened and, and I mean, just completely pushed away in every way that we possibly can be. And so why are we like, no, you shouldn't close your church down for the government because of some ridiculousness at all. But if it, this is the point now that they're going to start coming in and, and barricading your building and doing all of this, then why, you know, at, at the same time, it's like, where are you doing the most good and sharing the gospel with the most? Well, spending all of your time fighting this nonsense, like why are you holding on to it? Let it go. It's just a building. It's just a space. Look at the idolatry. I don't know. I think maybe it's interesting that God might be hitting the idolatry of the Christian world. Look at our churches. Well, and that's what it's Look funny. Look at the money I, we put That's what I taught. It. That's what I was teaching on last night was later to yep. see that. And I mean, there. What is the the last church? You know, the last church age that Laodicean church age mm -hmm. that we see is just this. You know, we go back to the parables of Matthew thirteen with this mustard seed kingdom that just grows to this just monstrosity that it's is not empty. Good. <laughs> and Christ is outside knocking to the people that are inside there, saying, "Hey, come on out! Like, mm -hmm. um, come have fellowship with me because I'm not inside of this church." And I think that's what we're seeing here. And people that aren't seeing God pulling out. I, I really believe that he is pulling out Christians through this. Um, some sort of sifting. Some Something is happening here, whatever it is. I mean, it's only, you know, we're, we're only speculating on what a sovereign God, a holy sure, God absolutely. is doing, which is uh, very dangerous, you know, to sometimes. But, I mean, just from using the, the brains that he gave us and knowing that we have that, that connection to him through the Holy Spirit— I think that we see that that happening. I think he is 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 sifting through this, and there's so many people that are just hanging on to it with with claws on. I mean, mm -hmm. we have seen 
so many people, even in our own church, yeah, that are getting so wrapped up in this. And you know, I've I've taught you know I've I've taught complete separation from this, but it just it, it, this is such a harsh issue for people. They just do not want to accept reality. They can't reconcile these things so they turn right back to the world and just what they know is comfortable yeah and just this empty form of american christianity where it's like yeah i love jesus but it's way easier doing this and i think that's what you know i think that's exactly what we're seeing now um this kind of goes on to though the the second thing it's it's all works together but um i saw this morning that biden now after the shooting in south carolina because i just told you this morning there was yeah, another one yeah. there's another mass shooting in south carolina a former nfl player killed five and then himself um and where was it at did you so, no, or, but like was it like at a store at his home like do we know like i did not see other than what um the headlines. Okay. I have it right here in front of Oh, oh my goodness. What? It says uh let's see. This is from the AP. The gunman who killed five people including a prominent South Carolina doctor wow. was former NFL player Philip Adams who killed himself early Thursday according to a person who was briefed on the investigation. Adams had been treated by the doctor who lived near his parents' home in Rock Hill. Oh, wow. That's a cool That's why I said, oh, wow. We're only about um, an hour and a half. We spent, a, we spent a lot of time. A lot time of time in Rock, in Rock Hill, Hill yeah. yeah. Uh, an hour and a half from Rock Hill. According to a person who spoke on the condition of an eminity because he was authorized to speak publicly, he said Adams killed himself after midnight with a forty-five caliber. Whoa, goodness. That's a high caliber gun. The York County Sheriff's Office said they had searched for hours after a one-day's mass shooting before. Finding the suspected gunman who did they, who they did not identify in a nearby home, uh, it was Dr. Robert Leslie, seventy. His wife Barbara, sixty-nine, were pronounced dead at the scene, along with yeah. grandchildren, what? a nine-year-old and a five-year-old. <gasps> oh my! Oh my gosh! Whew. That is. That is. And this doctor tragic. had been treating him, right? Yeah, it says that Dr. Robert Leslie, 70, and his... Okay, so a man had been working at the home. James Lewis, 38, from Gaston, was found shot to death outside, and a sixth person who was not identified was hospitalized with serious gunshot wounds, York County Sheriff's Office uh, said. Adams played in the NFL. Whether, you know, they're bringing up in the article here whether this could have been CTE concussion related yeah. injuries from because we've seen this a lot with yeah. with um football players um it does not say it just says that yes that the doctor had been treating uh him that is so i don't you know that is oh so my gosh. but so now um with that biden introduced um gun control ex- executive action on gun control can I just say for the record that I find it interesting that all of a sudden we had another clump of mass shootings in the perfect timing that they had been like the top because I had noticed in my headlines stuff popping up that was like Biden said he'd take care of guns and he hasn't done anything yet. When will we see action on this like type mm-hmm. headlines? And then like all of a sudden we have a few mass shootings. 
it's yeah i mean it's like everything's working out perfect for yeah. his agenda um which again this is part of my um libertarian side that that is full american when it comes to this and very constitutional you know 1776 american yeah like very much so um as in you know like the original colonies america yes we have the right to bear arms right and but on the other side of it i'm going man for a christian here now I'm warning you, um, this is going to be a hypocritical conversation <laughs> because I'm a gun owner and I, I honestly would love to get rid of it. So um, there just hasn't been any cool of those sheriff's programs where they give you like a, you know, gift card to get your guns. Like I haven't, I haven't seen any of those You're around. For that. Okay. So hold on. Just pause real quick. So just, just make sure we clarify here. So you would say that you stand in in the camp that Americans do absolutely have the right to bear arms. Absolutely. You are a legal gun owner, correct? Correct. But you don't really care about having your gun and you'd give it away. Yeah. And I want to, like, I I just want to because just because of the taboo, I, I, what do I need it for? Yeah. That this is my position is what as a Christian, what do I need it for? Yeah. And then you know you're automatic. You're not gonna protect your family. And, and, yep, exactly. That's where it goes. And then well, what are you gonna do when somebody attacks your wife, your family? You're gonna. Well, I'm you know, not gonna murder like, someone else. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I know where my family's going. <laughs> yeah. I'm like you know, I, what am I gonna do? Why am I gonna? You know, I'm just asking myself these questions like. I'm not going to trust in the Lord. I'm not going to do this. And I'm not saying that, that everybody needs to get to the same conclusion because there is evil in this world. And absolutely. It is to defend yourself is not wrong. No. And it is. I mean, we can go to the Torah. Yes. To, to see that and this is things that God expected them to take care of. If this, occurred so yeah. this is this is something that is definitely you I, I believe that we have the right and if somebody has either you know in self-defense done something or i'm not condemning that person no. i'm not you and know you shouldn't live feeling you know like that no not at all i'm just you know i see these things all the time i know there's the um What's the David warrior project? Like all these things that turns us into these warriors though. And I don't think that's the, that's not the side that we need. That's not the direction that we need to go with this either. Like you, you realize that, yeah, David was an awesome warrior, but like that, that wasn't the point of, of David. You know what I mean? Like that wasn't, that was that's all we're getting from what David. we're supposed to get <laughs> really missing a lot out of it. And we have an obligation to be like Christ. And he lived on this earth. And we have record of the way that he walked while he was on this earth. And he didn't, I mean, he didn't walk around, you know, looking to cause issue. I don't, 
this doesn't go to the turn the other cheek argument. You know, that's like the famous thing that you, you hear yeah. from, um, you know, those like super conservative uh, Christians, you know, like my mom and that yeah. type of stuff. Like Jesus said, turn the other cheek. So therefore you can't own any guns. Like, no, that's not necessarily, yeah. that's not what I'm saying either. Because um, we know, yes, when Peter pulled out his sword, Jesus told him to. It, well, yeah. And, that, and see, but that's, Peter was still carrying a sword. Right, Jesus exactly. didn't say, <laughs> exactly. get rid of your sword, don't ever touch one again. You know, like we're right. not like co- complete Quaker over here, you know. Right. And I mean, Jesus, he he tells the apostles to arm themselves. Um, you know, to, to make sure that you have your, you you know, your spiritual armor on, but to, you know, you, you, you can have some, you can pull some literal application out of that. I think to, to be able to defend yourself is fine. Um, but really we're not, we're not these warriors that are going around looking for that. And I mean, look at the true evil that we have in this world. And the true, like, yeah, there may be a lot of good people, responsible gun owners and stuff. But, I mean, there's there's a lot of really evil people that want to do a lot of harm to other people. So I don't know that we need to be walking around with this attitude where we're just strapped and can take care of any problem at any point. You know, I think that's something that maybe that we need to weigh as Christians. Like you said, you made it the point when Jesus said, put away your sword, Peter. Like, what are you doing? Um, it was, a, it was you know, in, in context, um, you know, I think that that does work in context because that's what that point was. Is Peter was, he took out his sword to kill him. He was going to kill him. That was his intent. You know, when he, he, he didn't, he didn't just say, here, let me just cut your ear just yeah, a little bit. Yeah, and that'll make you stop. And, and, and that'll make Jesus. you stop. Like, like he was going for. He here. was a headshot, dude. Yeah. Like he was going for it. And and if he got that good on swing one, you can guarantee yeah, swing two was going to be pretty. Gonna, he's going to hit it. And <laughs> yeah. Jesus put it away. Uh, you know that's that's not what we need to do here. And then we see. We have the example, I think, too, of Paul, who lived this example. He did not go around, like, beating people. Like, he had a former life of that. That, like, that was his old life. So he went around and he was willing to be beaten. He was willing to be taken advantage of. He was willing, you know, all these different things. So... I think for us too, when we start seeing things like like this in this world, I think for Christians, it's I don't know that we need to necessarily have a dog in this fight, and I think we need to understand where we are. We understand that like flesh is not our enemy; it's that it's the spiritual world, and you know the Lord. You know, I'm I'm certainly not saying that we don't stop somebody that's that goes and kills five people if we have a chance to kill of course you stop this person you know this isn't what i'm saying um but i'm you know i don't know i don't know i feel like what what kind of place where am i going no i well my guess of where you're going well let's see how well i know um is just like what we said with the churches like 
maybe at the beginning to to say one thing was the right stance for that time but now in hindsight as you see how things are progressing and where they're going it's not that you're flip-flopping and changing your answer. It's just there's more facts. <laughs> there, there's more here, right? Like if my child first gets a cold, it might be a good thing for me to give them elderberry and vitamins and, you know, things like that. Well, if it turns into, you know, pneumonia, you know, we, we might have a different course of action now because that's, that's where we're at, okay? So I think at the beginning, sure, do we have a right to bear arms? Yes. Do you have a right, even all of this, looking from a biblical view, to defend your home, defend your property? Like, do you have those things? Of course you do. Mm -hmm. Should a government be removing citizens? No, that was the whole point of our Constitution, right? Like, that yeah. never goes well in history, ever. <laughs> like, it's not good. And the whole thing, you know, there, there's a whole conversation to be had there. But the point being is looking at it and looking at the state of the world, of the church, of the times, of all of it. The point, I think, being is just like it would be, we're not promised tomorrow. Be it by death or rapture, we don't know what days we have left. So the most important thing that any believer can do with their life is to show the truth of Christ to as many other people as you possibly can, right? That's, that's, that's the whole point of what we do, right? The way we raise our kids, the way we interact, the reason why we celebrate, like all of that. That's what it boils down to, right? So that others can come to know Christ. You know, we can share and do that. And so when you look at that, how much more impactful would it be if even with governments closing down churches, Christians still standing out every week in the rain, in the snow, sure, yeah, in yeah. the heat, your mic's off, I think. In the, you know, in it all, was. But, but how much more impactful would it be in all of those horrible elements to still see people that dedicated, right? Because you look at football games, it can be snowing, it can be porn, whatever, and the fans are still there, right? But yet churches close if the roads are going to be icy, right? Like, and again, I, I understand why for safety and yada, yada, whatever. But the point being right. that um, you don't see football stadiums closing because the roads aren't looking you know, good, right? That, Everybody's it, still going to be That there. is a good point. They go, well, it could kill somebody. I'm like, yeah, well, your husband's going to the football game later. Exactly. So what? Exactly. <laughs> so you tell me where your priorities truly are, right? It's idolatry. And so you look at these things and you go, imagine if Christians were known. I guess that's what it boils down to. Imagine if Christians were known for their dedication to stand on God's word, to gather together, to grow, right? Like imagine if that's what we were known for, but it's not. And so I think it's the same thing here. How I, most Christians, and maybe this is just the two of us thinking this way because we live in the South and Lord Almighty, the Christians, the, the professing Christians are the most vocal you can have my guns. You can pry it out of my cold, dead fingers. Oh, blah, blah, blah. I think your mic's off again. It is again. I did it again. <laughs> but you know what I mean? But it's like, so the Christians, the ones who in, the, in one breath are going to say, you're not taking my guns. I'll, you know, kill y'all before you grab my guns. Blah, blah, blah. Like the ones who are the most vocal about there's no way you can take my guns. 
well, it's are this, the ones that are at church every Sunday and professing God blesses America. Well, it's America. God and guns, right? God and that, guns, and, right? And that's, that's, that's the, the whole that thing. And it's like, wouldn't it be far more impactful? But why? If follower, <laughs> but imagine if Christians came together, voluntarily laid their weapons down and said, I trust in the Lord. I do not want to harm my brothers and sisters. I am here to love and serve. Well, then I they would just come kill you. Exactly. And guess what? That means I beat all y'all to heaven. So <laughs> what do I have to lose? I'm not afraid of death. Do I want to see my children raped and murdered and, you know, all of the horrible, awful things that do happen? No, of course not. Of course I don't want to see that. No, but I also of don't course... want to be somebody's final judgment. Exactly. <laughs> you and know, of course, like, so if somebody, uh, you know, if I was in the store in a shoe, came after me and our children I am going to do everything in my power to protect our children right like or just a stranger standing next to me doesn't even have to be my kids right like I'm going to do whatever I possibly can but at the same time I'm going to do that because I'm not afraid I know where my kids are going I know where I'm going I know where you're going Heck, take us all out at once. We'll be doing better than everybody else. You know what I mean? Like, I have no fear in that. And I, but imagine, but again, I think this boils down to the fact that Satan has deceived the churches and most Christians don't truly understand heaven, eternity. You know what I mean? Because if we all truly lived with the true biblical understanding of yeah, death, we don't really heaven, understand eternity. eternity. Yeah, that's you'd that's be one so thing. ready. I you walk into hospital without a mask on, serving everybody. You can run in front of a shoot. You know what I mean? Like you can live with that confidence because you know, hey. The You're Lord not got saying it. to do any I'm of those things any either. I'm not saying any of those things. Yeah, before we get some lawyer contacting they're gonna, us. Well, they're going to say that you said right, that yes. you shouldn't do that and not have common sense and everything else. Yeah, yeah I know yeah, from experience. I, yes, I'm not going to walk out on the interstate, you know, right? Because obviously I'm probably going to get hit by a car. God gave us brains to think, absolutely. But the point being, I think it would be far more impactful if Christians showed through their actions, get this, I'm going to throw something crazy at you. Are you ready? If we showed by our actions, by our lives, by our examples, by the, you know, day in and day out of professing believers, if we showed the world what scripture actually says, could you imagine if that's what we focused on? That our focus isn't this ridiculously expensive building that we have to have. It isn't, you know, this and that. And I have to have God and my guns and my country and my blah, 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 blah. Like if it wasn't all of those things, but instead it was, hey, take my gun. I don't care. I, you don't, I don't need it anyways. Maybe I like it. We like to go shooting. Like we, our family, we enjoy doing that type of stuff. Like just target practice and stuff like that. We enjoy that. If you hunt, if you do this, if you do that, whatever, that's fine. But guess what? I'm not going to cling so tightly to this that that's going to be my what is consuming my thought, my focus. And I'm and because what happens is you start to get hateful because I could pull up our Facebook feeds and see, you know, 98 percent of our family who's screaming and crying that, you know, they've got to go kick someone's you know what? Yeah, you uh, you come take my gun. I'll do that. Blah, blah, blah. But then, you know, you posted an Easter Sunday something or other a week ago. You know what I mean? Your mic's off again. Um, like clearly we're not understanding and we're not living lives that are actually based in scripture when this is the type of product we're getting. Yes. So I, I think that's the point you're trying to make. Is that right? 
Yes. <laughs> pretty much. I mean, yeah, that's, I mean, that's pretty much it. I'm, you know, and it's not that I'm, you know, backtracking anything that I believe or saying or anything, but I think it certainly, um, you know, this, this reflects, you know, I think what a lot of the early Christians went through in the early church too. We don't, yeah. we, we see Paul go and listen, it's not about forming uprisings to go fight these things. Yeah. You know, it's pretty much stay in your lane, mind your own business. Don't if, if make something gets too brought m- to your lane. You can stand your ground sure, respectfully, but don't do call things, attention but... to yourself. Yeah. Don't cause issues that would make the government come in and, and, um, you know, ask questions or, or, or think that you're doing something that you shouldn't be doing or something like that. Um, but, you know, I, in, I, I don't know. I think when it comes to this, this gun control issue, though, um, you know, I think we just need to stop asking ridiculous questions because it's not like, you know, I know we have all kinds of, of, you know, cases of rape and kidnap and all these different things like that. Um, but I think our, our cases of, of murder and, you know... Uh, gun violence, especially in, in different things, you know, how do we expect that we're not going to have, you know, problems in a society when your society has a weapons that are, I mean, just a plethora of weapons. Like how, how do we ever expect to have any sort of, um, you know, and that's society that the works. funny part about it, you know, where it's like, you know, on one hand, it's like, okay, well in the wild west, you didn't have certain issues because you knew everybody had a gun. So you were less likely to have guns pulled on you when people knew how to use guns. They knew that people were armed. You know, and there's an argument to that. But I don't it, know if that works anymore, though. Exactly. Yeah. It's a totally different time. Yeah. And you're not, it, it just, it isn't that anymore. So it's like, cool story. I mean, that might have been the case, but let's just be for real. You know, that's not where we're at. That's not the answer. And, and, you know, you look at what a joke we are to the rest of the world. And it's like, I mean, they're not wrong. I mean, America's known for, you know, all of this crazy stuff. And, and no, like, well, does it, does it, you know, like the UK and, and different places in Europe, you know, yeah, they don't have guns, but everybody stabs one. The, of them. Yeah. Like, you have, <laughs> you know, not, so what are you going to do? Buy, Guess you what? know, ban kitchen knives. We have Cain and Abel in scripture and they didn't have they, a, revolver. yeah, they didn't have okay, any of that. That so. was in the first murder. Well, yeah, it was in Genesis. So we don't, evil's going to have no problem existing, but I don't need know that we need to continue to aid it. Like we can't use, um, I, I, I don't know that we can keep using that excuse anymore. Um, especially when it comes to the amount of gun violence and everything like that. So I think, again, I think it's just a, a topic to consider for Christians to talk about, like yeah. why things have gotten this way, this far in this way. Well, and if and, you are a Christian who is that God and guns, they're not taking my guns, they're not whatever. I think if anything, we went through this where we had to stop ourselves and go, why? Right. Why do I feel this? Yeah, way? I did. Yeah, exactly. This is how I was raised. This is how everyone in my family and friends and everyone I know, this is how they feel. But why do I feel that way? 
how scripturally... And I'm not going with Snowflake here. No, Don't no, no, think no, no, that's no. where I'm going no. with this. But. I mean, roll up at our house in the middle of the night unannounced, right? Like, yeah, right. No, dude, I mean, I very guarantee very angry you. man at our door. I, I, um, I can but, guarantee you that I'm going to... Yeah. And, you, you know, but at the same time, are you truly going... You, you know, I don't know, whatever. But it's like, stop and ask yourself, why do you feel that way? Why do you? And search God's word. Does right. that, do you still get the same answer when you're searching God's word on that? That absolutely, my life is more important than someone else's, so I'm keeping my guns. If anybody rolls up here, they're not, they're not getting a warning shot. You're getting, you know, mm-hmm. one to the ground. Mm-hmm. Is that really the stance that you still think you should take? Is right. it? You have to stop and you have to ask yourself that question and go before the Lord and be like, is my opinion of this? correct yeah like i know for a fact if somebody walked in and 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 shot you i don't want to murder him back like i don't want there to be two murders here yeah like Like, i don't want to see my wife murdered right how is me murdering you fixing the fact that you just killed her now if if this is somebody that's going to keep you know obviously a mass you know something like this then absolutely i mean if if one person can save 500 lives uh, um Yes. You know what I mean? Like, of course, like there's no question about that. However, you know, we, we bring this to the, the conversation of, you know, is this, but if you're living eternally minded and somebody comes into our home and kills me, you knew, you know where I am. You know where it is. You don't know where this person is. So if you're staying heavenly minded, eternally minded, you still looking at the person who just shot and killed me and showing Christ to that person is far more important in the eternal sense, which is the only view we as followers of Christ should have. That is far more important than you going, you just killed my wife. I don't like you. Boom. You know what I mean? I would like, much rather have, I would much rather go visit you weekly in prison. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I think yeah. I would be that, I would want to be that type of, I would aim to be that type of person to and where as a I would, Christ, yeah. yeah, it would be like, I would, I would meet with the murderer of my wife every week to share, to, to share the Lord with him. Yeah. You know, like that type of thing, like that, that type of faith. Like I want that type of faith. I don't want to, you know, kill this guy. I don't want to end his. You know, I don't want his goat because, because that's, he the, that's being this eternally play. minded and going, I yes. don't know where you're at. I'm assuming it's not very good because you just busted into my house and murdered my wife. Like, I know. Yeah. Like you, <laughs> there's something going on with you here. And but I, you don't want to condemn that. You don't want to put that person in that place. And the Lord can save that. the most exactly murderers but but, and, but he doesn't have that opportunity to work through that if you take if you take that out right yeah. and I, again that's conditional because i'm not saying that everybody needs to come to the same conclusion however we need to at least weigh these things and think about these things in our own personal situations yeah. and have you ever stopped and thought through it right and and i think that we can think through these things and come to different conclusions I think that that's possible, but I, I, I think some conclusions this... get completely outside of the box of being biblically backed right, up. accurate, yes, right, but... right. But I think there is some, you know, frame for arguments in this. Going, yep, I've weighed all these things. 
I understand that. I'm but I'm gonna assume I'm gonna assume that Satan's coming in and doing his job, and this is what the Lord is telling me to do. So okay, uh, okay. If maybe I mean maybe maybe the Lord wants you to take this person out. I mean maybe that maybe that's the case. I highly doubt it, but maybe I don't know. Um. So yeah, I mean, I just being that internally minded that scares me. That that scares me to send anybody to their own demise. In, like in one I wouldn't way or walk another. up to my worst enemy. And, and do that. Kill them. Yeah, there's nobody that, and on this planet that I'm, it, it does, and I've been through a lot. Um, but there's nobody on this planet that I would want that to happen to. Um, just because it's there, you know, we made up that, I said that thing the other day, all that Biggie song. Like, there ain't no coming yeah. back from that. There's but not. There isn't. And so do you really, but stop and think about it from that eternal mindset of there will come a day where those who do not accept Christ are cast into that eternal lake of fire. You and know? and, and like, they are, let me remind you that they are, Revelation tells us they resurrected yeah. in their physical bodies again. So yeah. they will be brought back they will be raised again to be thrown literally into the fire so obviously you if if the the scenario happens right where some you know some crazy gangbanger comes in and murders me and so you shoot and kill him so it's not your fault that that person lived a life apart from God, that that person chose to come break into your, I mean, because then you get into that crazy story of like the guy who was breaking into a house, fell through the roof, broke his leg, and then sued him and won, you know? And it's like, but you were burglaring me. Like, why do I have to pay you? That's the liar, liar reference. But, you know, but you look at it and it's like, you think of crazy things like that. And it's like, no. So if you killed that person, you're not the one who sent them to hell, right? They made all of those choices sure, their yeah, whole no, life, blah, blah, yeah, whatever. Like, but yeah. I'm I'm just saying in that moment and i don't want people to think that i'm exactly, saying that either but just saying in that moment where at one point we will see those who did not choose christ be cast into this lake of fire like do you really honestly want to be standing there looking at that's someone a good that point. you killed and that's going, a good point because you we will be a part of final judgment we will absolutely so i had the opportunity to lay my gun down even after you did a horrific thing to my wife and forgive you. And you may show watch Christ, this person be thrown into the lake of fire. Have and, you thought that through? I'm if just you curious. think that you're not going to have any sort of remorse or any yeah. emotion, you're insane. Because there's you no will. scripture yeah. that says that. Yes, after these things, we're not going to remember these things. After not this, because that's our it. memory's being wiped, but things fade, right? You right. move it, on. It, it'll fade. But this, and, and, and we know... But we always will know that there is separation from God outside of the outside of God. We we will have that knowledge um, at that time of, of final judgment. So to understand seeing these people not being to be finally judged and not be able to come back from that, like that, that's terrifying in its own right. You know what I mean? Like that's and and, and to think that you are. A part of that will just be not that you're, you know, the Lord's going to look at you and be shamed or something like that. But I think that you will, you know, you will know that connection. There'll be some sort of, uh, of thing for you. And I think that it will be grieved. I, it will grieve all of us. Nobody wants 
Because to see you wouldn't enemies wish, of God, right? Yeah, and you wouldn't wish hell upon your worst enemy. No, and and I hate you know. There's not one like I said. There's not one person in the world right now that I I hate or I would even condemn to hell. That's one you know false charge about. I'm not saying that anybody's going to hell. I'm saying that there's certainly sins in your life that can send you to hell and that will lead you to hell. And I'm saying this because I love you and I don't right. want to see you keep making right. those decisions and condemning yourself. I'm not saying where that's where you're going. Exactly. Who am I I'm to make that judgment? Yep. And I'm not going to do that. Because there's certainly none of us, if, if I'm going to do that, none of us deserve salvation. No. But so at the I'm, same point, if I have been forgiven for everything I've done, why can't I forgive you, murderer, you thief, you rape, uh, rapist, you, whoever, whatever the situation would be that you would bring in your gun, you know, and truly do that. Like, so that person didn't deserve forgiveness for what they did, even though you've been forgiven. Yeah, exactly. And but you know, it, at the same time, the reason why I'm willing and just going back to the gun thing, the reason why I'd be willing just to get rid of mine too is because I'm not worried about it. Like that I'm not concerned anymore. I don't have and, and that's just where my faith has come. Yeah. Um I'm not concerned to send you out now without a weapon in public. And I mean, I used to work you in used to the work city in the late city at night doing send... weddings and I walked around with a handgun in my purse. I mean, perhaps if you still did that, I would feel like you should maybe still walk, but still. Um... But at the same point, so, but even if that was the case, okay, so I'm still working in the city doing weddings where guys, we don't get done till two in the morning. You're walking through the city, middle of the night, Friday night, yeah, Saturday night. I mean, it's, it's sketchy and you're out in these like big um, parking structures. And we're, and stuff. again, let me remind you that we are in the South. Yeah. It, it gets pretty sketchy and we've seen some pretty, pretty crazy experiences. But point being, even if that were still the case and I, you know, we were still doing that. If someone did hold me up at gunpoint to rob me or whatever the case is, like, am I really going to pull the gun out and shoot them though? Right. No, I, I really don't think I would. And if that meant that I get shot and killed right then and there, well, guess what? Your answer still doesn't change. You know where I am. Mm -hmm. You can still forgive that person. You can still love that person, right? Like, I, what's that going to do? What's me shooting? Like, what's it really going to do? I don't want to live for the rest of my life with did I have to shoot that person and knowing in my gut that like I didn't have to, but I chose to. Right. So I'm not going to pull it out anyways. I just, you know, I just, I have the, you know, it can happen to anybody, but I have the full assurance in Christ that that won't occur. So that just, you know, that does not, my, my mind just does not go there. And if if that did happen, I mean, that would just have to be a case-by-case -case situation. You know what I mean? Like, we're not, certainly, um, Christian persecution could come at any time and any But is that how we're going to respond to our Christian persecution, is by firing on everyone? Right. Like, no taking my Bible, no, take, you know, closing down my church. I'm going to stand here with my gun and defend what's rightfully mine. Really? That's how you're showing the world Christ? Yeah. Really? Uh, yeah, and I think that that's that attitude. Legally, should you have that ability to do that? Yes, I would agree. Legally, you should. But as 
a citizen of heaven living for Christ, should that be our attitude that you can come get our Bibles, you know, with, once you get through us as you're standing there with our rifles and, you know, all of this stuff like it, it really, that's how you show God yeah. to the world? Yeah. Really? I'm not sure. Sh- you know, it's, it's not our job to fight for this, um, this, what we have here. It's, you know, it's, it's, we're passing through it. So it just seems to me. Well, everything here is temporary. So if everything here is like having a rental car, right? If somebody's carjacking me and I'm in a rental car, dude, I will leave the ignition running for you. I ain't even going to fight you over it. Like it's a rental, take it. Cause I call them up. They write it off. Like (laughs) they send me a new car. Like I'm not going to freak out over you jacking my car when it's a rental. right? Right. But then we say, Hey, if it is that brand new Mercedes that you just finally bought and it was, you know, you're everything. Somebody comes, you're like, heck no, you're not taking my car, right? I will do anything to make sure you don't take my car. But it's the same thing here. So all of this is temporary to us. We're just passing through. So whatever you need to take up into my life, take it. (laughs) Right. It's the rental car, man. I ain't concerned. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I don't think that there's really much more to be said about this conversation other than just thoughts. And like I said, I think this just opens up, um, you know, conversations and, and, and thoughts in our own minds that we should weigh and, and think about how and adjust how we're doing this because we're definitely in a new time, you know, in, in a different time and, and we've accelerated and, and it's evil only getting and worse. It is only getting worse, regardless of what you know. A lot of this popular teaching wants to teach now. Um, this new wave of you know this young Calvinism that's this, yeah. this really just tied into post millennialism, which just you know it leads you to fighting for something that slipped away. So. I think we, we need to err on the side of caution of that and have these conversations and just kind of go from there. But I think as Christians, we need to realize that, um, you know, uh, condemnation and, you know, that that's just, that's a very serious subject. Can I just end by saying that I was not necessarily thrilled when you said you had a podcast to do today because like you and I haven't (laughs) spoken about anything you've been busy and had stuff going on it's been kind of a crazy day and so when you said you needed me to stop and come down here and I'm like what do you want to talk about today you know and so but this has been a really fun conversation I've really enjoyed it I think so even if nobody else enjoyed it I enjoyed it yeah so well (laughs) we'll see We'll see where this goes. All right. So police closing churches and Christians and gun control. Fun episode. Yep.